6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. All right, I was telling you uh, just before the business uh, numbers about the uh, hot weather that is returning uh, to the province, uh, certainly Calgary, Edmonton. We're going to see temperatures up in that 30-degree mark. We know that uh, <laughs> your car can heat up very, very quickly, dramatically. But what can you do to help that? How do you keep your parked car cool? And what's the best way to operate your vehicle's AC system? Let's find out more with Brian Turner. He's a writer at uh, driving.ca. It's Motor Monday. Hey, Brian, welcome back to the show. Thanks very much. How's it going? Well, good. Question for you, though. I mean, your neck of the woods down near Ottawa, if I remember correctly, had some wicked weather overnight. Yeah, we're just getting out of uh, a heat wave that's brought a lot of uh, unpredictable weather uh, late, late in the day when the, the heat dome kind of gets things mixed up. And uh, we're just getting to cooler temperatures right now, but it is a constant battle uh, when you get to a car that's been parked in a you know exposed parking lot all day. How do you get in it? Because when you open the door, you're just greeted by that. 60, 70, 80 degree temperature. It's absolutely uh, uninhabitable. I'm, I'm, uh, no, I'm notorious for jumping right in and sweating it out and burying, you know, and dealing with it. I think I should just open the doors for a little bit and air it out a little bit, but I jump in there and I sweat it out and, and, and there's got to be better ways. Actually, it takes as little as one or two swings of the driver's door. Drop the passenger front window and leave the driver's door window closed, standing outside, swing the door open and closed two or three times you'll push a lot of that hot air out very quickly. When you take off, when you actually get in the vehicle and get it started up and get moving, uh, drop the back window slightly, turn the fan up, and at slow speed you can actually expel more air. Anything over 60 or 70 kilometers an hour, opening a window, it just makes no sense because you're just driving too much air (laughs) inside. Then you can flip the air on and turn it to max AC, that shuts off the outside air and just lets you circulate what's inside, cools it off really quickly, but don't leave it there all the time. Um, a real heavy load on the engine because the max AC button or the recirculation button keeps the compressor constantly running, drags down the engine efficiency, and it's not really healthy to be breathing in that, that stale air for long periods of time. About the only exception to that rule came uh, about as a result of a university in California did a recent study, and when you're in that stop and start, really ugly, uh, heavy traffic, and there's not a lot of wind to blow the exhaust fumes away, flipping it to uh, max AC can make the inside of your car a lot healthier for that short period of time you're stuck in that kind of mess. You know, uh, I oftentimes see uh, cars with those big foil, looking like foil things in the windows. Do they do anything? Yeah, they're they're actually a great idea. If you can get the ones that have uh, the capability of just literally falling into place with, with very little maneuvering and very little uh, uh, machinations to try to get it to fit right, get the ones that fit right. And they can do a lot more than just keep the temperatures in the car bearable on those hot days. They can also prolong the life of fabrics and uh, and dash vinyl tops and plastics in the car because that's what kills plastics is the heat drives the resins out of them. They literally evaporate and then you, oh. you're ending up with some brittle stuff that snaps off <laughs> at the least touch. <laughs> so Brian, one more f- before you go. What about, and someone says get a car starter and use it like you do in the winter. 
Uh, I'm always never a big fan of car starters, even for the winter time. I know they're really convenient. Number one, they're, they at idle. There's absolutely no emission control on any vehicle, so you're spewing raw emissions out. My big, uh, one of my other big beefs on remote car starters is you can't see if there's an animal in the car, and you can't see if there's a child near the car. Um, so I always ask people the same question: If you wouldn't start a lawnmower or a wood chipper up by remote control, why would you think it's safe mm. to start a car by remote control? Uh, but th- there are things that can make them safer. Uh, some manufacturers build in a horn chirp that uh, will chirp the horn before the engine starts to give anybody making a nest under the hood fair warning to vacate the premises. (laughs) Get out. All right, Brian, some great advice there. Thanks for this. I sure appreciate it. You're welcome. Stay cool and safe driving, everyone. Yeah, yeah, you too. All right, that's Brian Turner uh, for Motor Monday. Of course, he's a writer at driving.ca. You can check out all of his columns there. So some interesting stuff. And some of you had mentioned about, you know, make sure you flip it over to uh, interior air cycle just the interior air for a while and that that will that will get things uh, moving but interesting about you know just how quickly if you open the door turn the other one uh you know down half a bit and flap the door a couple of times and it will cool things off pretty quickly you know what i'm a 50 year old woman i'm used to heat (laughs) these days i'll just put it that way so sitting in the car when it's you know been sitting out there all day for a couple of minutes i'm like yeah yeah that's 10 o'clock in the morning